0: i'm lizzie mathis the host of the cool mom code podcast where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town today we're joined by not one but two dope women who inspire me on the daily nikeo Grico and melissa maxese nikeo is the co-founder of 13 loon and mother to two children lulu and Rocco. Melissa is a journalist, best-selling author, and the head of content at 13 Loon. She has one child named Miles. Together, they are the ultimate power duo. If you haven't heard, 13 Loon is a shoppable destination designed to inspire the discovery of beauty brands created by black and brown founders, as well as their allies, that resonate with people of all colors. In this episode, we're getting into, of course, all things beauty our ultimate everyday skincare routines from the experts themselves. Their skin is truly beyond. Why naps are the holy grail, the reality and the behind the scenes of the beauty market for people of color, and of course, our motherhood journeys as working women. Listen, I mean, (laughs) you know, I got to start off with the best. It's a great package. I mean, I have to say, we have Nakeo Greco, who we go way back. Way back. Um, and Melissa, and I guess they say, I mean, we go way back too. Go
1: pretty way back. Yeah. I think I, I met you when I had an, our 10 year olds are the same age. So we yes. had just had children,
0: which is wild. Yeah. You were probably one of the first people I met here in LA. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Wow. It, like at events and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That's how we met. We, we met at events. To... Yeah. You, I think, I think I met you right before you had your position at the Grove. Yes. Because yes. I knew you before, and then when you got that, I was like, oh, my God, so exciting. Yeah, Congrats and then we probably excited. saw each other a lot more at those events. And then we saw each other <laughs> a lot more at those events, and that's where we connected. Yeah. So that's kind of how I've always, like, you know, our interactions have always yeah. been. Yeah, Um And then Nakeo, the I met you pretty early on, too, uh-huh. and I remember going to events in L.A., uh-huh. and we we like the only black girls there. Yeah. And I was like, if I do nothing else, I'm going to talk to this black girl. Yeah. Who same. <laughs> same. I was like, I want to be your friend. <laughs> I want to be your friend because I don't. I <laughs> Can mean, we please be friends? Were you guys ever into like the mommy groups? I never was. See, I was, but <laughs> I joined, you
2: know, I mean, but that's because I had one friend that had a kid, Shannon, before <laughs> me. Um, and she is a very organized mom when it came to activities and groups and supports. And, I love those. And so she's like, you have to sign up for Donna Huller and Baby Group. And oh you yeah, your da- friends da- who
1: have all the things. Right. They'll the, like send you their Excel sheet. Exactly. And here's all the things oh, you She really hard, should yeah. have those
2: published. I mean, I still use it and it's like, it's <laughs> I like I live 18 I for those years moms old. though. Yeah, and so I signed up for all of them. I lived in downtown LA and they were all in Santa Monica.
1: Oh yeah, no, and not, so not,
2: literally, no. I set myself up to be the East Sider with the West Side Mom because then that was all I knew. You set yourself up, so, on yeah. Bales so or... then I literally <laughs> went to preschool on the West Side. I mean, I was just constantly. So your that. commute was crazy. I, I basically, and then you know, it's like if you don't get back on the ten by yep. by three p.m. and, um, and, it, and it, even at one over. point we had moved to Hancock Park, which I, was actually harder because at least downtown I are close to a freeway. Way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, at one point we had moved. Um, into Hancock park and and it would literally be like, okay, it's time to drop off at school. And then I would go to
0: like Mahayoga. Kind of become a little bit of chauffeur. Right. Like, well, unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah. then I hear it gets worse. I mean, obviously yeah. as a 10, we both have like, you know, 10 year olds or whatever, but yeah. like 10 is my oldest. 10 is your oldest as well. Right? Yeah. I yeah. have one. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. so nine right. That's right. still, but he's going to be 10. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, so even like now, don't you feel like with their activities, mm-hmm. you have a 16 year old, which I'm, she who doesn't drive. My... Whoa. Yeah. Does she want to drive? She says eventually.
2: Well, I mean, but you know, rush to drive. Right. Now, these kids, like, sadly, I think a big part of it is that, you know, so many of them because LA mm. is becoming so much more with, you know, Ubers and Lyfts and whatever, which, you know, I don't let her do by herself, but, right. you know, she does with her friends and, and then they don't have to put their phones down. Right. Yeah. Oh. Right. Mm. And so, and by the way, sometimes I Uber to meetings just because I can get stuff done. Yeah. You know,
0: I never thought kids wouldn't want to drive. Right. Right. I yeah, could not no wait to try. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Okay, but let's back go backwards a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, first let's do this because I'm literally looking at two of the most beautiful women, oh, and wow. you guys sure. have been in the beauty and style space collectively, yeah, for a very long
2: time. Yes, your whole career, so, 20 years. pretty much. Yeah.
0: So, okay, let's start here. What are you wearing on your face right now? What was your kind of morning routine? Well, so as you can see, I've, I've chosen to be a little
2: bit more natural today. I love it though. <laughs> I love it, which is
0: why I'm asking because you're such a natural beauty that I oh want to know, I, I need love you know. so much. So
2: I don't have one stitch of makeup on. I actually popped some lip gloss on right before we started. Um, so this morning I woke up, um, I cleansed with one of our brands at 13 Loon, which we'll get into, um, called Ceylon. It's like one of our fa- my favorite cleansers. It's actually a, a brand that was created for men of color, but they make the best cleanser. Great. Oh, wow. Great um, so that's what I used first. And then I used mm-hmm. Butter Vitamin C Serum by mm. our lovely Dorian. Yeah. And well, then... That's some Dorian. Yes. And then I used Shawnee Jordan's Eye Serum. Ah, Shawnee. And then I used our... One and done okay. everyday cream that I just launched a month ago oh, from nice. Relevant Your Skin Scene, which is a four in one. So it's a moisturizer, it's a primer, it hydrates the skin Ooh. and because I feel like people just always skip the step, I made sure it has SPF 40. So that's literally wow. all I have on my face right now,
0: except for the lip gloss. I and so on. that's kind of hard because the SPF, it mm-hmm. helps, it matches all skin tones. It's yeah. not one of those so it definitely, yeah. yeah, I mean, I created like, it I, yeah. and
2: I was like, I can't with the white cast, but I also wanted something because I do feel, especially for people of color, that it is that step that mm-hmm. a lot of people skip because, because they don't want to have a white cast on their skin. And, you know, we're really supposed to be reapplying SPF, especially, you know, when you're outside in your cars, every 90 minutes to two hours. No and way. So I wanted to make something that if I am wearing makeup, it's not going to hurt yeah. my look. Yeah. So it's um, no, it great flawless. for all skin tones and yeah. everything that we're launching within Relevant Your Skin Scene, very much pun intended, because mm-hmm. everybody's skin deserves to be seen and <laughs> right. and nobody needs to be left out. And all so, right. you know, with a lot of the products, it's, it's very intentional um, that'll be rolling out this fall that... You know, there are times, and I'm sure you've had this situation where you go and you're hearing all about this amazing serum or, or toner that's got all these acids and it helps with discoloration, et cetera, et cetera, right. and you, you read the label and you're like, I can't put that on my face. I'll actually cause hyperpigmentation right. or hypo because mm-hmm. we're so sensitive. And, you know, with Relevant, it's like, no, I'm working with really amazing advanced ingredients, mm-hmm. um, also, you
0: know, married with Heritage, um, which is important to me. But nobody gets left out. I mean, I think it's phenomenal because I can't tell you how many stories I've had just about just when you first launched Mm -hmm. and when you first even like came up with, you know, even the marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. 13 loan. I was like, this is so great because it's one, it's really hard for us to always find Mm -hmm. products that we know will work with our skin type. Right. And so I've been in the modeling industry for years, Mm -hmm. the acting industry, on camera, right? But I've had tons of makeup artists who either cannot find my color, Mm -hmm. or aren't using the right products, Mm -hmm. or I leave Mm -hmm. with like rashes, or Mm -hmm. I leave with like, I remember one time I was on a job, Mm -hmm. this woman was doing my makeup, and whatever she used, I literally broke out in a full oh. rash around like oh, a whole no. like eye socket. Oh, yeah, and God. I was just like, "What the mess?" But I've been on several sets where yeah. you know they're like, "Oh, we just don't have your shade," and I'm Which like, absolutely ridiculous, so unacceptable. Yeah. What is happening?" Or like, like hairstylists you was... say, "I don't do textured hair." It's like well, then I actually am going to remove
2: your Correct. hairstylist title Correct. because, but you know, as a model, not, you, you can't do you your Yeah,
0: As a model, you are literally. No, I mean, I've most... I mean, models
2: carry a lot of models carry. And by the way, I do that sometimes where you know, back in the day where I used to carry my own foundation in my purse just because I didn't want to have that anxiety that if I got there and they couldn't match my shade, at least I could at least do it.
1: You know, another um, big pillar of 13 Loon is, and the way Nikeo's positioned it, is um, really to change the retail landscape and inspire Mm -hmm. the whole landscape to change in general. Mm -hmm. So if we have a foundation range or a complexion range, it's the whole range. That's right. We don't cherry pick. We don't, you don't cherry pick. Mm -hmm. So
0: you know, you don't know if it's going to sell unless right. you offer it. I was just right. going to say though, right? which is also hard from a business standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Because with offering so many different colors, how do you know what's yeah. going to sell more of what's going to sell less of mm-hmm. then you have a product. I mean, we can talk about all of it, right? Yeah. Like that's the hard part. But before we go into that, yes. mm-hmm. Melissa, tell us, what did you use this morning? What is on your face? I have all looking the things. Looking straight flawless. No, you don't. You look so naturally <laughs> beautiful good. right now. <laughs> we did. I look didn't so d- got a little less sleep than I, I planned. for. And tell so us your I... nationality too. Tell us like your nationality yeah. too. Yeah. So for all the people who are listening audio wise, mm-hmm. you know they know exactly yeah. like what they're looking at. So I'm first generation American, mm-hmm. but my whole
1: family is from the Philippines. Nice. Okay. My dad's mother was Spanish, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of. Spanish. I think with a lot of Filipinos, there's a lot of mix, right. but that is, um, that is my specific background. Um, and my skin, I mean, like I tan really easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, generally you're, have a,
0: you're dark. I mean, you're yeah. darker. Like, so yeah. you probably tan really dark. I tan really dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been loving this exfoliator from Paula's choice. It's the BHA, mm. AHA exfoliator. Mm-hmm. It just like kind of makes it all, glossy and and tightens all the pores Mm, so I did that and then I after that I actually didn't do any other any other thing I went straight to relevant okay one and done. yes Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm really dry and Mm -hmm. I if I use this exfoliant it makes me a little bit drier Mm -hmm. too not like crazy cracking dry Mm -hmm. but definitely dry and this morning I'm like Relevant's really moisturizing for being a four-in-one especially with sunscreen Even with, like, tinted sunscreens or, like, just sunscreens that have moisturizer or whatever, it's never been moisturizing enough. Right. But relevance actually something I can put on, even after the, like, pretty aggressive exfoliator, toner, whatever, um, and put it on and
0: totally fine, especially in the summer. Like right. you don't want too much moisturizer. Too much and too right, right moisturizer. exactly. Yeah. Anything that can lay under a foundation yeah. really yeah. And well and that's too. why you oh, can use tea. it as a primer. I use thing, it as a right.
2: primer um, always. And, you know, by using a little bit of vitamin C, um, it helps your uh, SPF to be stronger. Oh. Right. And so that's why I like to layer it. Right. Um, but I, I only have to use a tiny, tiny bit of vitamin C because then if I use that and the one and done. Sometimes it's almost too much, pressure. Oh, I and, I, at, and I run really. So
0: fast. a little bit of vitamin C helps your it, sunscreen work. or your yeah. SPF makes it yeah, work more a little more bit effectively. more potent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I think a four and one is brilliant mm-hmm. for anyone in our position because yeah. it's literally on always on the go and mm-hmm. like not enough time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in the morning, I'm not trying to do a full face. Right. I'm trying to like do what I need yeah. to do one to get done. myself yeah. out the door. And it's got great skincare benefits. It's got two hyaluronic acids, niacinamide.
2: We have our own proprietary complex using oils that you know I'm excited to do because of my grandfather being medicine man yeah but you know oils with intention that are meant to you know help and it really evens out the skin tone it's completely non-toxic and clean so my kids use it my husband Mm -hmm. uses it. and you know
1: and the great thing is it's got everything in it so Mm -hmm. like in the past I've used tinted moisturizers with um, SPF which are great too Mm -hmm. right especially in the summer and I think just more as a technique for myself over the last couple of years, and I've had a lot of friends say they do this. Is people aren't putting foundation all over the face mm-hmm. anymore, really, mm-hmm. especially in the a summer on like the day to day. So, so true. after relevant, I took um, I took a Westman Atelier Gucci uh-huh. Westman yep. Foundation Stick. Yeah, but really only put it here mm-hmm. and, and so here. she's
0: pointing literally to like under her oh, yeah. eyes, under eyes, and, and like, like kind of um, down yeah, around my enjoyed. chin. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then I used a, um, oh, before that, actually, I did use a little under eye cream from Allies of Skin, okay. mm-hmm. which is like a cream. peptide eye oh, cream, nice. which is also so good. We sell it at 13 So, like, Loon. firming? Yes. Yes. Nice. Super firming, super hydrating, um, plumping, and yes. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I used an Amicole Mascara.
2: Ooh. I love that. Oh, yeah. Mascara is so good. It's good. It's yeah, really we sell good. That at 13 Loon And well. like...
1: Um, and then I do my kind of signature cat eye mm-hmm. eyeliner. I, to be honest, I think this morning I used something from It Cosmetics. Okay, because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just like black, black, yeah. and it doesn't yeah. move. Um, and then on my eyebrows, I use this. There's this great line that we actually carry on Thirteen Loon called Ere Perez, oh. and it's she's Mexican, but she l- has lived, lived in, in Australia, Australia. Oh, for I a really love long that. time. Yeah, okay, cool. So it's kind of a blend of her. Mexican heritage, for mm-hmm. sure, as far as ingredients, but then a lot of great ingredients from Australia. Nice. So, um, so yeah, it's all natural, all clean. Yeah. I love and that. Yeah.
0: I love that most of the products are clean. Yeah. All mm-hmm. the products, or are all products are not toxic. Yeah. At, at okay. okay. yeah. Okay. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk about this though, yeah. because I know that you guys have been, like I said, in the beauty style industry for a very long time, mm-hmm. even before children. Yeah. Um, How has that been... I guess I kind of want to go backwards. I kind of want to, because I want to talk on two points on this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I think every one of our viewers are interested in what, and I, I, I dare to say juggle because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone's asking men what their juggle are. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Like, I don't think like anyone's balance. asking dads right. what their right. Right. juggle is. right? And I think balance is a very it's triggering yeah, well word too because, juggle, balance. you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anyone's asking anybody else about balance. Right, right. Right. But I do want to know, I think what people are interested in knowing is, you know, because you are limited in time and Mm -hmm. energy and Mm -hmm. thought process, Mm -hmm. right? How you can make it all work. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say it like that way. How can you make it all work? And then kids. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I would say for myself, you know, my first brand that I ever created was my first baby. Right. And, and I, I say this to young entrepreneurs all the time that, you know, starting a business at 27 years old before you're married, Mm -hmm. before you have kids, when you still live with your girlfriends in an apartment that can help you pack boxes. It's like, it's almost, it's a scary time to do it, but it's, it's a great time because it's a perfect time in your life that you get to be, you know, very boldly selfish, right? And learn. Yeah. And and only be taking care of yourself. Right. Um, So, you know, my kids were both born into me having businesses. Mm -hmm. And so I, I would say that what I've learned because I didn't always do a great job of this in the beginning was that first of all, we were raised in a generation and, and culture that you were you know, taught to be humble and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and that is so important. Okay. But I think sometimes as women, when we think about, you know, being humble, sometimes it's almost like we put others and everyone else before ourselves. And I, I say that, you know, now with a 16 and 11 year old, that, prioritizing my own rest Mm -hmm. and, and, and self-care and time helps me in all my parts to show Mm -hmm. up better as a mother, as a business owner, as now a skincare founder again. And, and for me, that manifests honestly as a, somebody who, makes naps, not negotiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nikko is a really good napper. I'm a really wow. Good napper. I can fall asleep in the chair right now if you ask me to. Like, it's like I just, real skill. By like, the way, it's like I, even when I don't feel tired, I can still make myself. I always have to like kind of meditate for a few minutes, but I will fall asleep.
0: Okay, wait a minute. But how are you taking naps? Can we go just everyone? Yeah. Everyone is oh, thinking I, in their I, mind. I schedule. How can this busy my, woman take a nap yeah, every day? No, this is
2: why like prioritizing. You have to prioritize. So that is something that I have to have is rest and sleep. I travel a lot, and right. And I love what you said too about the juggle and. And men, like I get a lot of this reflection, even mm-hmm. from people I love. Like mm-hmm. women will be like, "God, is it so hard on David that you travel so much?" Oh or, my God! You know, how do you how do you do it? And David like, is her husband. Do, and just yeah, so everyone does. David David's my husband, and I'm like, has anybody ever asked a man, mm-hmm. "God, is it so hard on your wife that you travel so?" Not you know, at all? Or or it's or the when? And it's right. often sadly women who'll say things like this, like, "Oh, uh, I don't know how you do it. I don't know." I mean, do you, how in the world, how you keep, and and it's that, which I understand that it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, they're, you're, they're honoring your journey and they're watching you on Instagram and whatever it is. But it's like, that doesn't make me feel good when people say that to me. So if anybody out there listening is my friend and they say that to me, stop saying it. yeah Um, But going back to naps, I will literally do my very best to calendar around times of rest. This is wild. Um, so Do you if feel I, refreshed after like a 20 minute nap? Yeah, you can't go more than 30 minutes. So, so wild. You, re- or, you feel or wrecked. Okay. Like it really started in college where I was like, I was like, God, I always feel so much better after I take a nap. And then then I you know, became an adult and started working and there was zero time when I was working in entertainment. Of you know, course. assistant and all this stuff for naps. And then it was, you know, Kind of, I guess when I had Lulu, when they would say sleep when the baby sleeps, no, which I didn't yes. do, right? I the was, minute she I was would, good at that. With, with I one was not, kid, I was great with that. No, I was not good at that. And so I would savor her, her nap time for like, I want to watch TV. I want to empty the dishwasher. I'm going to work on my business. And right. then I literally exhausted myself. Mm. And so, you know, now my kids are bigger and, and they can be self-sufficient in the right. house. But even when they were like... You know, they're five years apart, so I get that lucky, yeah, you, know, you do, big sister helper right. to the little one. But I would be like, "Mommy's gonna go lay down for 30 minutes, like watch Dora. Do you? But like, don't come in that room.
0: Wow, that's unless what, it's
2: an emergency. I love that. I yeah. mean, I think that's on probably fire.
0: one of your biggest self-care tips yeah, it is. that you could have rest. shared with us. It's mm-hmm. just no, not even rest. Stop. Yeah. It's, Cat naps. Cat naps. Mm-hmm. Cat naps. 30 minutes. Like, and just listen,
1: how quick does 20, 30 minutes go when we're scrolling Instagram? Right. Like, I mean, in a blink. And you cannot so, lay down
2: with your phone. You no, no, no. You no. have to set so, yeah. your alarm, put your phone on the iPad.
1: reallocate you- that 30 minutes that you mm-hmm. usually, we all do it. Right. 30 minutes here and there. For so hours, true. Whatever.
0: Okay, what's your, what is yours then, Melissa? What would you say you're guilty kind of, not even guilty, but mm-hmm. what is your, like, self-care hack daily? hmm don't nap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It. Exactly. not it. I Exercise. Oh, I mean, yeah. really? okay, you nice. know,
1: which is a, non- it's a non-negotiable. Um, and I think, of course, we can all set really great examples for our kids mm-hmm. yeah. to be like, like you're really taking care of yourself right. mm-hmm. um I tell Miles my son what it is like oh I signed up with this new trainer who mm-hmm. we do stuff on the trampoline I and that. I like it because of this like really try and engage him as much as possible mm-hmm. and how it makes me feel mm-hmm. um and my husband's really active he goes for runs so we kind of break up our like yes. I'm gonna run from seven to eight so I've got Miles's mm-hmm. breakfast and everything so you tag team it we totally tag team it and I mean I know it's a really simple but like so much of that stuff really oh. falls through the cracks right yeah. are you joking but yeah. like how so much hard. better do you feel when you like right. sweat for 45 minutes right. so like i'm nicer i'm more patient i'm a better
2: your person, person. and your interest. brain it really the serotonin <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. endorphins and just, it makes you kinder yeah yeah for yeah. sure so um, yeah. it's so true and then when you kind of fall off the wagon and you're like and get back on mm-hmm. and and it's not even the wagon it's like it's it's you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, our crazy trampoline classes, but right. even just like, oh gosh, I haven't prioritized working out for a week. And then you go for a walk and yeah. you're like, it's
0: true. Why don't I do this like all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. And you I know?
2: think
1: for new moms too, mm-hmm. like brand, brand new moms. I remember I used to, well, I had a C-section too, so I couldn't mm-hmm. move Same, too right? much, but I set little markers for myself in the neighborhood we were look, living at, living in at the time i'd say okay i'm gonna walk to the corner Mm -hmm. and then like the next week i had some letters to mail i'm Mm. gonna walk to the mailbox which was two blocks so obviously part of it had to do with recovery but then even after that i'm like i'm gonna walk to starbucks or i'm gonna walk to yeah whatever and just giving yourself actual physical markers Mm -hmm. because you know, all this stuff we see on Instagram and stuff with like the the, the snapback or the bounce back oh or gosh. all that stuff. There's been so much pressure right. on women to have this like bounce back or whatever. But there always it. has been. Right. That's the always thing. has been and, it's not, and now it's, it's just
0: more in our face. Right. Yes. You know, now it's yes. not Even just supermodels and actresses yeah. on magazines. Now yeah. it is literally every time you scroll, it's yeah. every You know, influencer Mm -hmm. or person that you follow Mm -hmm. is having these instant snapbacks. You know what's interesting, though? I feel like my body totally shifted Mm -hmm. when I had kids and I'm three down. Richards. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like it's never going back, but um, <laughs> that's okay. I feel like also though it's always really hard for me to put in the time to work out. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like and it's weird because I'm not a gym person. You Mm-mm. cannot get me into a gym Junior. and think that I'm gonna have a great time because I'm not. Yeah. I hate the gym. Yeah. I do. But I'm very active of a person. Yeah. But that feels almost in my head too much to commit to. Right on a daily basis. Right. So I like the idea of what you're saying. And this can actually go across the board, whether you're right. working out, whether you're it's business, whether yeah. you're whatever, trying to build, you know, keep up with your friends whatever. Small goals. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Small goals. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you ever had those moments where you know that you are capable of something? Something great, something that's been on your mind for a very long time. Whether it's starting that new business, whether it's venturing out on your own, you know that you could kill it and you know all the steps to take to get there, but something still is holding you back. It's almost like your brain is getting in its own way. Like you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back. So you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Now, listen, I've had these moments with starting new businesses and new endeavors, even with the cool mom co after I first became a mother, I knew that there was something that I needed to do. I just didn't know how to take those steps to get it done. And after talking to friends and family, which are always good resources to talk to, I helped clear it up. But you know what, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com CoolMomCode today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help, H-E-L-P dot com slash cool mom code. Doable goal markers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it it doesn't always have to manifest because I think that's the other thing is that, you know, the, the diet, weight culture, you know, it's like shifting the narrative, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I think that people are about instant results and blah, 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 blah. But it's really it's really about what you're doing on the inside, right? To make and it sustainable, too. Yeah, yeah, to make it sustainable. And so, you know, for me, I love dancing. Like, I've always loved dancing. Hey. I was a dancer as a kid. And so, you know, finding those fun moments to dance right. where it doesn't actually, like, feel like I'm prioritizing exercise. I just know I'm moving my body. But you found and an app,
1: cool. right, that was dancing? Yes. It, well,
2: I'm obsessed it. with Plyo Jam. Oh, always, Plyo Jam. Plyo Jam is like... Going to the club mm-hmm. in your living room. No, but it's so fun. Like my kids will do it with me. Rocco loves it. Is it he good like, music? It's good music. I okay, think that's times, all. Yes, and I'm, I was worried that I'm, I'm going to get them in trouble. Like I'm wondering what their licensing thing is because. Yeah. but but literally the one I did the other day was like all boy bands. Oh. The like, old school, like from nineties, like the ones you could relate to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like in sync and all of that. And, and it's really doable. It's not like hard dance. I love groove three. I Uh I actually really like hard dance classes and body by Simone and all of those types Uh of classes. Uh But, um, This is like... And you can, like, do it in your
0: hotel room when you're traveling. (gasps) It's like aerobics. Okay, well, this is the thing, okay? It's like aerobics. I have friends who, like, say they can't dance or whatever, right? Can't keep a beat, but yet they love dance classes. Yeah. And I've gone with them, and they're totally killing it Yeah. at the dance class. And I've always felt like, okay, you know, I could try and keep a beat, but these dance classes, some of them... Plyo Jam is not that. ...are so intimidating. Yeah. Plyo Jam is like Jane Fonda back in the day.
2: Okay, but, I but, your but the great thing is, it's like you, and it's almost where you're, I, I wonder, like, is this, like, am I actually getting exercise? But then you'll be sore the next day because it's all about, like, using plyometrics. Ah, so you're literally doing, like, the same swing kind of, from yeah. side to side. And then they'll, like, have you, like, jump up and down 10 times, right? Ah, right. So like, they kind of sneak in. So it's active yeah, plyometrics. Yeah, right? And they but, sneak no, in movements. Amazing music. Like and play, so and you can do it. It's like a $13 a month app. And you can pick your playlist that... You know, you pick your class based on the play. That's how I do it, based on I the playlist that. that I like. Yes. It's fun. See, that feels
0: doable. Like, yeah, I it's, like it's You can tips. do the 30-minute ones. Yeah.
1: And also, we have a mutual friend, Monica, who, and I think a lot of people kind of figured this out in the pandemic, uh-huh. like, working from home and, like, multitasking. Right. And, like, your home is your gym, slash your office, slash your school. Like, it's all right. the things. It's everything. So, I remember our, our friend Monica, I believe she started walking, oh my like, gosh. two to four miles a day just in... And she lives in your neighborhood, so it's Yeah, I'd see her out the window. Yeah, (gasps) and she – and I I mean, I don't know if this was the goal, but obviously through COVID, just, like, keeping her mental health, she dropped a bunch of, like, a few pounds. But then another friend of mine, work-wise, she rolls all her calls. I mean, she's super busy. She She owns an agency. She rolls all her calls while she walks. Wow. And so that's just, like, talk about multitasking. And I know a lot of people do that, but – there's been, I think there's been so many more ways that people mm-hmm. see you can right. really be efficient right. about exercise yeah. and taking that time for yourself.
0: Let's talk about that though. Let's talk about efficiency, right? And mm-hmm. like, I live like, for efficiency. <laughs> do you? Yeah. That's so good because yeah. that's like a biggest skill set, right? right? If you can live for efficiency, I think that's you are nice. winning.
1: I think that's the root of how to, when we talk about how to get it, yeah. get it yeah. all done or how to yeah. handle yeah. Right. Yeah. So,
0: what does, does efficiency mean though? I what does it mean?
2: I think for me, it means. Being really intentional, you know, in regards to time, being really intentional in how best am I not going to get overwhelmed with, Mm -hmm. you know, having such a crazy, busy life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I had this conversation this morning with my assistant and I was like, from now on, if it doesn't have to be a Zoom, Mm -hmm. let's just make it all a call. Girl, I had that
0: conversation the other day. I I do not need to sit for
2: hours and hours and hours on end. And
0: stare at someone. Or could it have been an email even? even. Yeah. yeah, But you know what I I said? Because Mm -hmm. the time it takes me to get ready to go on that Zoom, Mm -hmm. to feel good about myself after putting on that camera, the setup, the lighting, even if I just have to throw on gloss or like some eyebrows or whatever, the time time it takes, (laughs) I don't feel like doing it. Right. If
2: I I can't can be in my
1: bathrobe,
2: it's time. Or if I can't get other things done. Like I, as women, we are... Born to multitask, oh, right? right. Holding laundry, so, yeah. I, like, I can have get to do it all. I can yeah. focus on the conversation. I can have a really good meeting and also be making lunch, right? Or driving to go drop off my dry cleaning, right? right? Like I don't need to sit. for hours and hours and hours just to speak right Right. exactly right and and that's what airpods are for that's where i can use my hands totally agree so yeah Yeah. so that's my new thing is you know i unless it's a multiple situation Mm -hmm. where uh, it, it's important to sit and, you know, zoom like our team mm-hmm. meetings at 13 mm-hmm. or something, fine. But if it's a one on one, she's like, just our
0: meetings. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> well, <it's> just <laughs> our meetings.
0: I don't make lunch during a yeah. meeting. If
2: it's a one on one conversation, let's just do it on the phone. And so, to that point, so you can take a walk, so you can do right. these other things. So, yeah. it,
0: does efficiency mean to you multitasking?
2: Uh, intentionally multitasking, okay. like intentionally and mindfully multitasking.
1: Okay. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the intention- intentional
1: aspect is like the, a good. It's good to root efficiency in that mm-hmm. because we as women are so, I think, enticed and also have all these, can have and make all these incredible opportunities for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And also we have social media. So okay. you have that FOMO, you have that, why not? Right. Mm-hmm. Why can't I? Mm-hmm. And like, it's natural. It happens to all of us. So our our attention gets pulled, right? right? Even if you're really clear on like, this is my vision, this is my goal, mm-hmm. you inevitably get pulled mm-hmm. and then all the dynamics of kids and family, right. of course. So mm-hmm. I think to Nakeo's point, being super intentional. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the things that are really going to work toward what you really want right now? Not Mm -hmm. because you saw it on Instagram yesterday. Like, wait, I kind of want that too. And look at this person's life. Mm -hmm. And kind of having that, it's like, really try and stay on course as much as possible. Like, even if it's a set of questions you give yourself, why am I doing it? Um, Does it move the needle for Mm. my career, for my family, for whatever your bigger goal is? Right. Does it pay me? Mm-hmm. what I need to be paid? Mm-hmm. Am I, is it worth my time from a bottom, a bottom line standpoint? Mm-hmm. If right. that's a big part of
0: your goal, right. which a lot of us need to so ask that So are these question, the right? questions you ask yourself before you say yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. And okay, I find this that is when good. you don't do it and you just go ahead and start, you
2: start a pattern, right? Yep. So right. I used yep. to do this where every time anybody sent me anything, it wasn't even like, oh, I'm going to take a picture and post it. It's mm-hmm. like, I became my own creative studio, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've got to do this and then do it back. Show us what well. you used throughout the day. Yeah. <inaudible> <inaudible> it takes a lot of time. And, takes, right? and, I mean, you know. And yes. then I started doing it and do it. And, and listen, I will still do that if I truly authentically love something and mm-hmm. I want to share it or friends have sent it to me and I want to celebrate their of business, course. et cetera. But then all of a sudden I started to realize I would look around at people, you know, who maybe had the same amount of followers as me and whatever and then I started seeing them put like, "ad," mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, they sent me those jeans, but I didn't have to put
0: out because I didn't... Oh, they know I'll do
2: this for free. Right, right. right. That's a pattern. That's of people right. and, who will. and these are large mm-hmm. companies, mm-hmm. and
0: you know. Well, I think also as women, we're mm-hmm. so used to saying, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. why not? Of course, mm-hmm. no worries, sure." Yeah, yeah. Like no, we're set so those used boundaries. to saying yeah. that mm-hmm. in all aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. So when, like you said, friends or whatever asking, great. When it's a spouse, great. Mm-hmm. When it's the or kids, authentic great.
2: Product, when it's, product you love and you want to share, right. yeah,
0: yeah. I kind of like
1: to think of it like a pie chart. Yeah. It's like, what part of the pie does this fit into? Correct. Right? And if it's like, yeah, it doesn't pay me, but it's a great networking opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because I, or I really love this person. I'm supporting That's them. Right. Like, what's your why in mm-hmm. those different in those different like areas of the pie or mm-hmm. boxes? However you want to visualize it. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have to have grace with ourselves because there's a lot of times where it's like, you're like, sure. And you didn't box check it or put yeah. it in the pie. So true. And I will like spiral about it and i'm Mm -hmm. walking around the house my husband like throwing things around being like i don't want to do this and uh, why did i say yes and i'm beating myself up for saying yes but then i received some great advice from somebody who then i employ that in that in that situation is align with your decisions right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nobody is forcing you to do this right right? but you did say yes Mm -hmm. so don't have that push and pull right? right just Go forward. Mm-hmm. Align with your decision and do the best you can with what you've got and the time you've got and the resources you've got. Right. Mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to deliver stand anyway. By. Right. Stand just by your word. Stand words. by your word, right? right. I tell, your, and try and tell my son that too. Like, you have a commitment. That's we right. got to be on. Why wouldn't we right. be on time?
0: Stand by your word and don't be afraid to fail. Right. Right? Yeah. It's like regardless if it is a total failure, mm-hmm. regardless if you just literally have fucked off yeah. a good mm-hmm. hour, yeah. you're saying that because you said it. Do it yeah. and then yeah. don't do it again if you yeah. not want Because yeah. the system of
1: being like, what's my why? And every single thing you mm-hmm. get asked to do or, or opportunity or, or responsibility you have, yeah. that's, that's a really high standard to hold it to. Like the right. day in our lives just don't work that way all the time. But mm-hmm. you have to have some grace with yourself that... Oh, why did I say yes to writing that story? It seemed interesting at the time. Mm-hmm. Speaking from real life, right
0: yeah. I'm like, that was some real. I some real. No, this. no, no, and they are real
1: stories. I really want to write. And my husband reminded me the other day. He's like, "Didn't you pitch them?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I was really excited at the time." And I'm like, "Not that excited anymore." He's like, "Well, you gotta, you yeah. know, like, align yeah. with your decisions." Like, right. right. So just keeping, yeah, seeing it through and yeah, and. Delivering. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I love I love the questions though. I love yeah. the checking mm-hmm. in, the asking of why mm-hmm. and making yeah. sure does it hit your bottom line? Right. Is it does it give you joy? Right. Right. Right? Like do you Is find it, gonna you? Is right. it Yeah. Like yeah. does it work within you? And asking those questions beforehand before mm-hmm. always just saying yes. Mm-hmm. I think I got into a period of life where I was just like, I'm just gonna say yes. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it going to hurt? I'm just going to say yes. Yes, 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 yes. And I did, like Nikaela's point, right? Mm-hmm. I said yes to every mm-hmm. single thing. Mm-hmm. And in many respects, I have to say that I think that it it did, um, it allowed me to see different parts of myself mm-hmm. and different areas that what I wanted you to like, move and what, in. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, and right. I was transitioning so much from right? Like modeling and acting right. into mm-hmm. right. kind to of to like explore. having a voice of my own. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was just like, that was a weird transition. So I was saying yes to everything to also find what I loved and what I mm-hmm. liked and what I was propelled in. Right. But I am in the phase of life now, which we all go through, mm-hmm. right? Our little ups and downs and our phases and our hills and peaks and valleys and mm-hmm. whatever you call them. Then I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It's going to be a bit. Let's yeah. like pull back yeah. and like kind of say, I love that though. Check in yeah. and ask yourself. Does What's it your hear
1: why? But also like, what does that look like when you get home too? Because everybody's, When you get home and when you're interacting with your kids, everybody's looks different. Right. I am a super impatient person. I have a hard time. I get very laser focused on the thing I need to finish. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Same Mm -hmm. way. And then if my son starts saying, mom, 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 like all these different things. Can I text so-and-so? Like all the little questions we get from our kids, Mm -hmm. I like can't. I, I can't just be like, okay, hold on, yeah. and put that down. Yeah. you have to be also realistic about who you are and your personality, because yeah. it's like I spiral all the time from guilt of like, like, oh my god, like there, it, it's this repeated thing where I'm like, no, 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 I'm on deadline, I got this. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it goes into this guilt situation of like do you like Nikes like oh my god that is <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like trauma central <laughs> how do you but this how is do you like deal therapy with <laughs> right women are expected to work like they don't have children or mm-hmm. like they don't have to parent and parent like they don't have a job mm-hmm. right oh. so like like what do you talk about kids I got you're expected wow. to show up as much as and we do right but what we have to, deal with on the back end nobody knows you were just like shaming your kid That's about right. his nice clothes or whatever. <laughs> right. like, shaming. In, in able to enable <laughs> <in> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> anybody knows a good therapist
1: um enable <laughs> to come show up and be like yep i'm all i'm all here, I'm all all here you, right like, so when
2: people say like make sure that i this used to make me feel so guilty um you know and i'm sure i Probably picked it up in you know some parent magazine or one of my me classes back in the day, you know when you're with your children, you oh. know phones down, blah blah blah. You need to legitimately. I would not. Even... I'm. I was a solo entrepreneur, right? So how? Who? And my husband's an artist, right? So, like, they're always at work with us, right? And, and yes, there are times that you do, like, we have rules. No phones at the table. Correct. Where You know, we try to prioritize schedule family mm-hmm. dinner. I remember feeling so guilty. And, and my mom, who's the most amazing mom who worked her tail mm-hmm. off my whole life, mm-hmm. we always ate dinner as a family. And so every now and then she'll, you know, she'll say, well, you know, just got to prioritize sitting down. And, and, and we do. Mm-hmm. But we definitely do not sit down. And there are some weeks that we didn't sit down at all right Mm -hmm. and there's you know months like the pandemic where we did it three times a day right Mm -hmm. but um but the guilt around like oh am I messing up my kids because sometimes when they're talking to me I'm looking at my phone Mm -hmm. right or but it's that's my job, Okay, good right? question. And, and the,
0: does the guilt exist because literally in a mommy group or another parent or someone has told you that it's the wrong thing to do? Mm-hmm. Or does the guilt exist because you feel like you're not spending enough time with your kids? I think the guilt exists because society
2: has defined correct to that statement mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Melissa made that like we as women are, and, and, and I, I mean this for women who don't necessarily have to go out to a job every day. Being a mom in itself is a it's huge a job. job. Yeah. Huge. And that doesn't mean that you can't, take time to prioritize your own dreams. Right. Take care to prioritize your own health, your own rest. Exactly. But, but I think society is showing us, even current day, that like, we
0: don't matter as much. In the, right? in the mm-hmm. career space, mm-hmm. have you guys felt like you've encountered situations where your mm-hmm. male counterparts, do you feel like that throughout your career you've experienced that kind of hundred pushback or, you know, or whatever as yeah. mothers and as women? Especially as, yeah, mothers, women, and women of
2: color. Mm. Like, that's like, you know it's a triple threat but it's also like can be really really difficult to cut through the noise especially in a corporate situation and how
0: how have you cut uh, through the
2: noise i mean just by you know not getting knocked down every mm-hmm. single time that i've had those moments mm-hmm. that it's abundantly clear that you know this isn't going to be what i want it to be with in this certain situation so mm-hmm. you you pivot and you and and it may not always be fair but you know i'll use raising capital as an mm-hmm. example you know I've had I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years which means I've been raising money on and off for 20 years because you're just constantly raising right. or looking for new partnerships and and you know there's a lot of people that who maybe invest a lot in a space that mm-hmm. that don't look like me you know that that say really hurtful and painful things and 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 truly devalue you but as opposed to like letting that knock me down like I don't want your money anyway. You're not my people. And
0: what's what's the statistic on women of color in terms of raising capital? It's Less
2: than (laughs) 0.002%. No. Is it that low?
0: 0.002% of Mm. women of color raise
2: money from venture capital, meaning large financial institutions.
0: Which is why 13 Loan, I feel like, is Mm -hmm. such a, almost like, such a standout, right, in but, this space. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really has broken barriers, mm, thank right, this space. Yeah. But I feel like, and maybe I'm totally wrong, but had, did it come out of kind of the time of Black Lives Matter and like that whole movement yeah. that was happening at the same time?
2: Yeah, you know, I I found, you know, with my previous skincare brand, that <clears throat> after the murder of George Floyd, I was on all the lists, you know, mm-hmm. top black owned, black founded, et cetera, right. to follow, shop, follow shop, et cetera and um your former my former former skincare brand brand. yeah Mm -hmm. and um when that was happening i was seeing that there were all these brands on these lists that i'd never heard of before Mm -hmm. but that i'm also in this side watching you know aurora's beautiful 15 percent pledge happening right and i'm thinking to myself how am i on a list with 100 with 1000 with 500 black owned brands Mm -hmm. but retailers are finding it hard to put seven in the store or 10 in the store and patrick and i my co-founder we had talked for a long time about how do we create something in either beauty or fashion that really speaks to inclusivity before the racial Mm. reckoning um and at that point i was like well why has nobody ever opened a store where all the brands and i don't just mean black owned brands Mm -hmm. i mean people of color which is People from around the globe, which is where most beauty rituals and ingredients come from. Uh Stem from originally. Right. right. So why is there not a store where 90% of the brands are created by people of color? And also wanting to debunk the myth Mm -hmm. that so many people during that time in support for my previous brand Mm -hmm. would reach out to me and say, I want to use your face oil, but I'm not black. Mm Really? And will it still work on me? Mm -hmm. And... I wow. was shocked. I was like, yo, it's 2020. We have enough going on. Now I have to educate you that just because you're a black or brown person doesn't mean you only make products for But black retail brown has been historically set up that oh, way. Right, right. That, the ethnic aisle. And how it's marketed. You know, t- it's yeah. all been
1: segregated. And yeah. Nikhil wow. made the point that she's used products made by white Every men. Every single day. We all have. Lives. For yes. the, our whole lives. We never questioned it. Right. So then, you know, getting all these questions of, like, I really want to shop on 13 Loon, but, like, is it only for, like, people with darker skin or curly hair? It's, like, no. So that has been a big part of the mission.
0: Interesting. How do you change that narrative? How how are you guys embarking on changing that narrative? It really is
2: education. And, you know, listen, there are a lot of very smart people that will hear this and be like, what? Yeah. But, um, it's education. It's steeped in, in systemic racism. Yeah, right. Um, so not only do we carry these amazing, and we started with 13 black-owned brands, and now we have over 150 brands. Mm-hmm. 10% of our brands are dedicated to allyship, which means it's not a black or brown-owned brand, but it's right. an ally. It's a person who, or brand, who before the racial reckoning was mm-hmm. thinking about us in their formulations, thinking about us in their shade range, right, in front of and behind the scenes of their businesses. They were employing diversely, not even just, you know skin color, but also, you know, gender and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, really focused on being truly inclusive. And so we are the first of its kind truly inclusive, you know, beauty retail platform. Right. But, you know, since, and we're only 18 months old. Yeah. But since we launched 90 days after we launched, we inked a deal with JCPenney to now be the store. So this is wild. Okay.
0: So was it just the fact that there was definitely a need in the marketplace for this. Or were you guys just unicorns that moved super quickly? No, I mean, we
2: we saw, we Uh, definitely, it it, it was a business built out of mission and need. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, Okay. if if this is gonna keep happening, like let's go change this. like, And let's go do it in a really big way. And let's do it very nimbly and smartly and surround ourselves with the talent that we have known for so long who are change makers in this space. And and it is time, you know, But, but from a business perspective, when I looked around at all of these brands and I look around at, you know, the consumers, I mean, you read the latest, you know, McKinsey report, the black and beauty report, Uh black and brown women are the number one spenders in beauty Mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. We get this much shelf space. Mm -hmm. And, and, and beyond that, speaking further to the mission, if we don't do this and we don't create this type of space and this is where the mom part comes in, Mm -hmm. how in the world are my kids ever going to think, or see themselves the, or yeah. see themselves in any career, mm-hmm. right? If they don't have examples showing them that they're a welcome there now, right? Mm-hmm. And and that that it's possible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 one giant mission which is also we have to build generational wealth in yeah. our black and brown communities. That's yeah. the only way we're going to level the playing field. It's true. And and it's the only fair thing to do because, you know, and I say this all the time, black and brown wow. women in when it comes to beauty have made other people billions, of dollars right <laughs> yeah, so so it's time to pay back right right and right. and we historically from a cultural perspective when we think about southeast asia africa you know those rituals i mean that's what inspired my first brand was having a grandfather that was a medicine man and a mm-hmm. grandmother that was a coffee farmer that i still bring into this brand relevant right. but those places in the world mm-hmm. have also provided the ingredients and mm-hmm. the inspiration, so it's also time to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's um. keep
0: it 100, though. I mean, mm-hmm. let's keep it super real. You're up against a mountain. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these brands who have been around, like you're saying, Melissa, too, for <clears throat> literally Hundreds of mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. are not going to bend over and let you take their, you know, yeah. their billions of dollars mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. women of color or, mm-hmm. you know, of w- just people of color, right. I should say mm-hmm. that, um, yeah. in this space, has spent on their brands. Right. You know what I mean? For hundreds of years. Yeah, it's so interesting. So, how to are say you that. even combating yeah. or making a space? It's so- in ninety days you inked a deal with mm-hmm. JC Penney. Yeah, how are you? Well, that's making a good. That's life. a good
1: indicator right. of the fact that the industry is changing. Right. Right? Thankfully, yeah. thankfully. thankfully. That the fact that the oldest retailer in America is like, oh, what are they doing? Right, and it's like that happens mm-hmm. and then we're rolling out in a really meaningful way. Six hundred stores. Yeah. Six hundred wow. stores. Yeah. In all pockets of the country, mm-hmm. like tiny pockets of the mm-hmm. country, not yeah. the big cities. Yeah. So that's really reaching like the sort of bread and butter of America. That and so American. for yeah. J C Penny mm-hmm. to, you know understand how to really serve their consumer, because I correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like sixty something percent
2: of their uh, just over just over 50% are, are, percent people color, yeah. are
1: people of color, their they're, wow. they're, mm-hmm. they're customer. They're customer base.
2: So to see
1: that and serve it and actually show up and and then forge this partnership, I think speaks volumes mm-hmm. of, it does. of thankfully the industry is changing when, when mm-hmm. a massive conglomerate like that can, you know, partner with, um, with a, a smaller company and a new mm-hmm. brand that, that With the the mission we have, but I also think that the consumer, as we know, the beauty consumer, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure you see this all the time with your feedback and your comments and your your viewership, are so much more educated now and everybody's making... More intentional purchases um, with with companies that promote transparency, mm-hmm. some kind of mission, some kind of social impact, right. uh, sustainability. So female led, that's yeah, right, female led, black, black led, yeah. exactly. Like who's the founder? What, that's right. Are people want to know.
0: Mm-hmm. People want to be how more they treat their employees.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. All the nitty gritty
0: ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like I think you hit on something really, really important though you said that we're hitting the smaller markets. Mm-hmm. We're not just staying in this space of New York and L.A., right? right? Where I think a lot of brands target mm-hmm. New York and L.A. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. We did it. Mm-hmm. New York right. and L.A. We're right. good. Right. We got it. We got right. it. And it's obviously because that's where a lot of press is. That's mm-hmm. where all of the There's editorial are. That in. Yeah. That's where the a lot population. of population, celebrity. Population, celebrity, right? Like those mm-hmm. are where that... But there is something to be said Mm -hmm. about these middle markets, Mm -hmm. these smaller markets. Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. smaller than middle. Even smaller than middle. People always forget about the Midwest, the South. They forget about these smaller markets Mm -hmm. where people... Want to know? They want right. ex- accessibility, right, right. and that's where the needle's really going to move. That's right, consumer move. correct, absolutely um, mindset correct. Right? Right. That's that's where you're going to make a shift and a change. Right, right. And, you it's, know? and and
2: and you know, the other thing that you know triggered a lot of what has triggered my next thought that you said in a positive way is that the difference, the mountain, all of it is that is as hard as 2020 and this racial reckoning and even what we're seeing happening in the world today and mm-hmm. is so painful to watch there are days that I'm so pissed mm-hmm. but there's also the opportunity that I never felt I mm-hmm. had as a black woman which was permission to actually say what I think right, right? right. and and I think that more and more people are are shopping meaningfully right, That's right. so so Yes, we always saw 13 Loon to be a omnichannel business and, and to be a global business, et cetera. But it is happening so quickly right. because I think not only is it the permission that I've been given as a black female co-founder mm-hmm. or my partner has been given as a white LGBTQ mm. man or our head of content. Melissa has been given as a Filipino woman and journalist and, and mm-hmm. it goes on through our team, but then it also goes on through the brand mm-hmm. stories and and people do buy into people before they buy mm-hmm. into products. I say it you all have never all the time. It's so mm-hmm. true. They always will buy into people. And and I think when we think about, you know, those those hundred year, you know, multi-billion dollar conglomerate Beauty brands, I think when I think about the mountain, yeah, it's it's challenging to build any business, mm-hmm. but what I think is even more challenging is to be a company. You know, yeah. I'll ask Lulu, my daughter, what's your favorite brand that so-and-so makes? And she'll say, who's that? Yeah. Ah. Totally. This girl's going to vote in two years. That's right. She's already started babysitting, trying to make her own money. That's right. She buys her own beauty products. Yeah, She loves to, you know, go up to the store and, and pick out things or right. show me what she's you know asks to use her money to buy stuff on Thirteen Loon.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: My child, both of my children obviously are multiracial. Your child's multiracial, your children are black. Mm-hmm. In less than 30 years. Right. Right. The pop the the most the largest segment of humans in the world will be multiracial people. Mm-hmm. Wow. So to me the mountain isn't let's go try to do this now and let's build it and build it and let it grow and yes it's challenging. The mountain that I wouldn't want to be trying to climb up is, how do I take my dinosaur company? Mm-hmm. That's
1: dinosaur. Dinosaur company. Been, that's right. That,
2: like, well literally no teenagers even know what it is. Exactly. That are going to be the largest segment. And then multiracial ones mm-hmm. and, and black ones and brown ones um, who are going to be the majority, which means the biggest spenders. Right. Right are never, ever going to shop us because they know we never cared about them.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. That,
2: right. to me, is a much bigger mountain. Yeah. And, and like, what I love about Gen Z is, like, just how honest they are mm-hmm. and how, like, ridiculous. I mean, even when I launched 13 Lou and Lulu's like, Mom, I think that's amazing. Like, you're going to have a beauty store. That's so cool. She's like, but why would people think that, like, black and brown people? Like, that's just stupid. Like, I know. they just know. They do. Because they do. that's how they've been, you know – they've been raised to be just like, yeah, we're inclusive. Right. And, um, and we care about the climate and sustainability. Yeah, they do.
0: I mean, I think mm -hmm. their issues are a lot more, but but I think they, they are able to see the issues Mm -hmm. a lot more on a global scale than what we were. I'll listen to my daughter and her
2: friends when they're, you know, it's summertime, everybody's hanging out. They like to just sit and hang Mm -hmm. and um, I'll listen to their conversations and I'm like, I never talked about politics when I was 16. I can promise you that. I can like, promise you that, I, too. I, I knew that I was going to register to vote because as a first-generation American, it was something that my parents mm-hmm. had always instilled in me, like, how lucky I was that right. I was going to get to That's vote. Important. So I would, I would listen to them and pay attention to that. But, you know, really in the beginning, it was either about just voting for who they told me to or, right. you know, right. So, so I also, you weren't an informed right. voter. So, yeah. So that's what I find empowering about, about our kids and the way that they're growing up is that they are going to be more educated mm. and, and because they have the internet and access to things that, you know, we had yeah. encyclopedias that exactly. were you know, mm-hmm. written by people who mm-hmm. left some important parts out. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so, um, just a couple I, yeah just a couple <laughs> so and and that they they're thirsty for knowledge right. but they also like talk about like they do not stand up for inequity
0: you're mm-hmm. talking about lulu who's 16. yeah you know what i mean crazy. like inspire yeah. our children mm-hmm. who are 10 like whatever that is this next generation mm-hmm. of tastemakers of leaders mm-hmm. right like this is what we're doing right mm-hmm. so thank you guys i my so so gosh thank you for love this space thank you cool mom crew i'm lizzie mathis and you've been listening to the cool mom code podcast thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with our guests nikeo Greco and melissa maxese stay tuned for all new episodes and be sure to subscribe on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a thing seeking the truth never gets old